Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about the most universal mattress on the planet, and that is, of course, the Snooze Flip from our friends over at Snooze Sleep. And here's the thing about the Snooze Flip mattress. You can customize your sleep experience to fit your exact needs. One side of the mattress is soft, the other side is firm, and you can flip it to the side that fits your body best. Or if it feels good one night, one way you can flip it, another season it feels good the the other way you can flip it so it makes it perfect for you the cover is also reversible with one side up to five degrees cooler than the other so you can have one warm side one cool side and you can take this cover on and off flip it in the summer if you want it cool put it on that cool side and the winter if you want it warm Put it, flip it on, and and put it on the warm side, and that's why it's called the Snooze Flip, is because it's a true four-in-one mattress, which you just cannot find at other places, and this is the one-stop shop for your mattress. So it's easy. Head over to snoozesleep.com to pick out your mattress, and guys, if you use the code DNVR, you'll receive $250 off a mattress and $250 off an adjustable base for a queen, and of course, that offer bumps up to $1,000 off if you're looking for a dual split king. You get $1,000 off by using that code DNVR. So head to snoozesleep.com and grab your snooze flip mattress today. That's snoozesleep.com and get your snooze flip delivered straight to your door. All right, Ryan and Hank, let's hop into the winner's lounge. Number one for the one and only. DNVR and we are live from the confused and spooky winner's lounge. Hey! Can I get a air horn? There we go. There we go. Can we get a boat horn? 
Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, feels fitting after what was a very interesting game. And of course, this winner's lounge presented by MSU Denver. MSUDenver.edu slash online where you can scope out all they have to offer. 750 total classes, 45 plus online and hybrid programs. And as you guys know, there's no better place to get an education while working a full-time job because MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. The Denver Broncos. We are 500 eight games into the season? They're back, baby. And <laughs> nobody knows how to feel about it. Um, this has been a very weird day. Mm. One of the weirder <laughs> days I, I've had uh, covering the Denver Broncos because even after they just won the game, I f it feels like they're 0-8. And, and it feels like people want massive change. And we're going to get all into that and we're uh, we have so much to talk about just because of how weird this was i mean it's the day starts we're taking the party bus in um you know full disclosure not as packed as the party bus normally is which i was like couldn't tell if that was our fault or what mm -hmm. and as we hit colfax and uh, you know and we're coming up on federal and you see the stadium and you see the lots it's a ghost town no halloween yeah. pun intended and <laughs> kind of intended. I was that's <laughs> tough to believe. Shooketh. Like I, I couldn't believe my eyes, guys. Uh more empty parking spots than I've ever seen by a factor of like ten. Uh usually I know we go we get there early. It's three hours before the game. Usually packed full. Mm -hmm. You know, smoke billowing from either grills or people's mouths, uh, you know, drinks pouring, people having fun, and it was dead absolutely dead and that was like my first this is going to be a weird day and of course you know we have fun at the tailgate all that good stuff then you get a really weird game in which i don't even feel like broncos fans are happy that the team won the game so uh, henry let me just toss to you to get you introduced of course henry chisholm who covers the uh, buffs on a full-time basis for us joining us on the post game show today how are you feeling like take me through take me inside your mind Oh boy, I'm not sure you want that. Yeah, you sure? um, I mean, what coming into the game, what did we expect? We expected it to be ugly. We thought they should beat this team, right? But also, I mean, I didn't put any money on them, and that's the first time that's ever happened since <laughs> betting became legal here. You should have, and I should have. Well, eventually, I did. <laughs> <laughs> they were plus one fifty there, there in like the third quarter, and <laughs> that obviously hit. But you know, it's it's tough to imagine a world where they went out there and put up 42 points. Like, it's not like that could have been the 42 expectation. 42 is asking a lot. But this yeah. is a team that was giving up 30 points a game, the worst pass defense in the NFL, mm -hmm. the worst points defense in the NFL. So I think it was fair to expect 20, 21, 24? Too much. Know. Too my, much. My, my big thought is this. The Broncos had lost four games in a row. I'm not going to be picky about what the win looks like. I love it. They went into that game saying, we need to win a game. They won the game, and here we are. It's four and four. You're—I mean—that doesn't look as good as it did at the start of the day when there was like what there. There was one team that was at 500. That was the first team out of the playoffs in the AFC side. Everybody else under 500. Bad other results. I know it sounds crazy to talk about the playoffs, but you look at it and say, playoffs. "Hey, nine games left. Win five, you've got a chance." And they put themselves back to right there where they're alive. The season is alive. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. I know. Because this perspective <laughs> is needed. It's not how I feel. I don't think it's how Zach feels. Yeah. I don't think it's how chat feels. But it's a legitimate place to be. 
the Broncos have all of their goals right in front of them. There's nothing preventing them from that other than themselves. Yeah, like there's no way it can actually happen, right? <laughs> like, like, like that's we all think it, but they have. It is but technically right possible, the and they can say that they're playing for it. Five thirty-eight says they have a twenty-three percent chance of making the playoffs. It's insane. At one point, it was like seventy-five, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> give me your perspective because I feel it must be very different than Well, Hank's. I mean, Hank says, you know, the season's still alive, and, you know, he falls off when saying it. I mean, as optimistic <laughs> as you are, Hank, you, you can't even buy that because what a lot of people are saying is why is this coaching staff still alive mm -hmm. as the Denver Broncos staff right now? And that's kind of the feelings around this is what the happened yeah. at the end of the game what happened throughout the game mm -hmm. the defense didn't play as good as the 10 points per game would suggest the offense obviously didn't play good only putting up 17 points 13 points less than the football team is averaging giving up at home Taylor Heineke almost came back and beat you and boy I mean it just it just feels like it was a win but was a win actually good for this team and the future of the team? And that's really the feeling that I'm getting from people on Twitter. Yeah, and I think it, in defense of the other side, I think it's a little too early for that. Um, but people are so conditioned to be thinking that way well, after five years. Mm -hmm. Ryan, do the Broncos need change from what you've seen? Absolutely. It, okay, so then mm -hmm. do you think there will be change in the next 24 hours before next week's game? I think there could be. Will there be? If I had to bet on it, no. Okay, so do you think there would have been if the Broncos would have lost this game? Let's say Taylor Heineke throws a touchdown at the okay, end, go for two go. win. There, so yes? Yeah. So then I don't think it's too early okay. to be talking about that. Okay. Now, maybe no, I'm not talking about in terms of draft pick, but I'm talking yeah. about in terms of changes that so many people think need to happen. I think those just got pushed off a week or two. All right, well, let's get into who may need to go, and, and that brings up, Kale, our first costume change here on Halloween. I'll, uh, no, it's me. It's me. It's me. <laughs> but you don't want this. Oh, you're getting I've spooky. Got this. Okay. All right. I am the Grim Reaper. You, you sure are. Scary. <laughs> I don't want candy from your house. So I have the power to off anyone wow. as the Grim Reaper. And it has to be Pat Shermer. The man's got to go. Mm -hmm. He's got to go now. Um, like, you get away with it, right? You, you end up winning a game in which you score 17 points. But, Zach, how many times have I said you need 24 points to win a football game? And you, as the offensive coordinator, don't get to be graded based off what the defense did. You are graded about what your offense did, and your offense was uninspiring, mm -hmm. anemic, unexplosive and lucky to win the football game. So to me, while you're right, they might be <laughs> the way you guys are looking at it, you just can't take me seriously. <laughs> uh, while you're right that they like may be able to put this off, it shouldn't be. The offense failed today and they failed spectacularly in every facet except for the fact that they did get that game winning touchdown drive. I thought that was a clutch drive from Teddy Bridgewater in that offense. But 17 points against the worst defense, scoring defense, the worst passing defense in the NFL is not okay. And just nothing looked good. When they were playing, it didn't look good. The, mm -hmm. When you look at the stats, it didn't look good. Mm -hmm. And, Ryan, I think Vic Fangio agrees with you, Ooh. especially with that very last drive. And after the game, it gave me a little bit of, I don't want to say hope, but I think Broncos fans would say hope, <laughs> that maybe he will make 
a change in the mm -hmm. next 24 hours because when he was talking after the game about that last drive, guys, he said the very first thing he said in his press conference was the absolute worst word you can use to, to, to describe that drive. You can use it to talk about what happened in that Broncos last drive. Oh, and then, the last, last drive. Right. And then he went on to say um, it was an Wait, awful. Did he say the word? No, he said you can. It, the worst word you can think of to describe it, you can use that word. The so, worst word I can think of doesn't describe <laughs> it. <laughs> so then he went on to give a few words used to describe it. He said it was awful, terrible, terrible series for us. And he said, uh, he said all, and this was really throwing the coaches out there. He said all of the offensive staff thought that that boot would be a good idea and would work out. All of the offensive staff thought that boot when Teddy threw the incompletion, <laughs> when it, which was just such he a stupid them idea. Straight under the he bus. Said yeah. all He's of the, the Green Reaper. All the of the uh, yes, Vic Fangio was the Green Reaper after this. He said uh, everyone on the offensive staff or all of the offensive staff thought that was a good idea. Now maybe he was just referring to Pat Shermer, but he did use the word all. So just throwing everyone under, and then of course Melvin also has to hold on to the ball. He took that after the game on himself. Of course uh, he did. He fumbled the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, two two plays before, two plays before Javante Williams. <laughs> fumbled the ball yes the broncos were lucky that's that why melvin got to go in exactly <laughs> i couldn't i i could not believe my eyes either time yes the announcer literally said i don't know why javante williams isn't there melvin gordon has gone 217 straight oh carries without gosh. a fumble and then boom oh. there it goes what was How? the biggest surprise either one of the fumbles are an option also them throwing the football okay so the first fumble not the it, it's an excuse i think like it's definitely not the biggest surprise okay it it's a failure, obviously, by Javante Williams. Um, the second one, you expect a veteran quarterback to understand how the end of the game works. The it's goal timed. of those situations is to take away their timeouts. You are uh. like, so, of course, yeah, do the boot. I'm cool with that. I don't hate the play call, but your quarterback has to know if it's not there. Slide. We don't mm -hmm. care about the yardage. We care about the the the, the timeouts and the clock. So. Pump, 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 slide. Oh, pumping. A lot of pumping. Yeah, pump it up. And to me, though, what was your question? What's the worst one? Which most one surprised? most surprising? By far the most surprising is Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball on third down. He does that, though. But yeah, everything <laughs> has just happened. I think it's the boot, Hank. I think I, it I might think be. The, the decision is, to throw is the what's football. more shocking is, <laughs> no is because... Way. Everything's going wrong. Oh. All you have to do is just put both hands on the ball and run into someone. Well, but we've seen it before. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and, I, at the same it, time, like having it happen right after another fumble, right. it is kind of right. shocking just to see yes. two fumbles and the three plays in any circumstance. Again. So one, one thing that I saw <laughs> on first was contact. people were saying that the Broncos should have just kneeled it three times and then punted it. No, that wasn't the right thing the first to do. Game, a first down ends the game. But I will say, exactly. after the first fumble, you maybe think about it. Ah, uh, that is so weak. Talk about so weak. Talk about everyone crushing that's a john fox move <laughs> right there and john yeah. fox was in the stadium today so that is a john fox oh. move. that would not be recepted well he was probably turning to his buddies he's like see <laughs> imagine <laughs> what that stadium would do uh, they well, would, they, if they saw it they'd be booing right guys yes. like what i, I don't know if i'd be able to hear it guys you can't it, do it yeah. it was better than what happened at that point that's hindsight. half the stadium was gone already true when there when there was two minutes left three minutes left in the game and they were driving, the, the football team was driving to tie it up. This is crucial. The game is nowhere close to over. Over half the stadium was gone, guys. Had it, to start doing was, their makeup. It was crazy. Okay, so it's a big night. Just to go back, because I want we're going to come back. They had to get their, uh, their outfits ready. Yeah. I'm ready to just. <laughs> um, 
almost break the glass. <laughs> I don't think this don't is do breaking that. any glass. Uh, <laughs> do you guys agree with me? Pat Shermer should be out of a job tomorrow. I agree that he should be. I will also say that, like, when's the last time a coordinator's been fired from a 500 team? After a win? After a win on, on a 500, 500 team. team. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I, I, it's just if tough to Bates imagine. If was here, he would say, in the words of former <laughs> athletic director at Florida, Jeremy Foley, <laughs> what will be done eventually must be done immediately. And when does that happen in real life? Like, when does that it actually happen? Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't because happen. if that was true, McBanjo would be out too. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't be the quarterback either. I, they wouldn't have any quarterbacks. Uh, they would, yeah, they wouldn't have they a lot of people They might not show up in the next right. game. Yeah. Let's, uh, I wanna go, we're going to go back to this late game abject failure here, but uh, first it's time for another costume change. Do we have any music for a costume change? I don't know. Uh, can, can, you get, uh, the, uh, can you get Mr. Stevens his costume? There we go. Wow. Does it suit me oh, well, guys? Oh, make sure you get him his gavel as well. Oh, oh my gosh. Am I, I doing a full costume change right now? <laughs> Does everyone yeah. know what that is? How's it look, guys? <laughs> it looks great. How am I looking? Am I looking good? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're, I think we'll skip the very <laughs> All right. We're coming back uh, to our next Halloween costume. It looks great. It is presiding mm. over the court Ooh. this evening. What a court word. Mr. Judge Stevens, all rise. Judge Judy. You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it wasn't for these microphones, I might have done it. Um, judge, today we come before you with an interesting case, mm. uh, as there are many, many suspects. Mm. But what we need you to determine, uh, your 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 honor. You can call me Highness. Your as Highness. Well. <laughs> yeah. That's for later. Your Highness. <laughs> your Highness key um, is. <laughs> Who is guilty of the late game absolute embarrassment? Uh, judge, we must know. Well, I think we've already offed him, so I don't even. <laughs> really, I, I don't. I don't think we need to judge for this one. The verdict really? is in. Yes. Oh, you can't be uh, proven guilty if you aren't alive. Right. At least in the state of Colorado. So let's let's bring yeah. him back. Wow. Okay. Right. We're getting. Maybe legal I'm thinking now. of a different state. But <laughs> <laughs> guys, I mean, it's Pat Shermer, mm. or should I say, the entire offensive staff. As Vic would say, they're all guilty. <laughs> they're all guilty. <laughs> they're all guilty. I mean, Vic is kind of our inside source here <laughs> as the jury. Pretty good source. And he absolutely snitched. He and he he was furious at them after the game. Absolutely furious. How, how does that even work? There's like seven of them. Like like does 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 Pat walk up to each one of them individually right. and say like, Zach hey, hey, right. hey I'm right. thinking uh, right here we're going to to do a bootleg what do you think individually like they all got they together took a and vote like before yeah. each one. everybody agreed on like, the sideline that's all in favor of the bootleg say I all right so there's 40 <laughs> seconds left we we should probably uh, run the ball on first down right yeah yeah let's all run second down a pass. Yeah, sure. Make sure he throws it too. Yeah, make sure you get that ball out. It can't be uh, taking a sack in that situation. Um, so why Pat Shermer, Judge? Well, because uh, because Vic put him on blast. And guys, right after the game ended, I thought the exact same thing that, that Hank said is, no coordinator is going to be fired after mm -hmm. a win in your 500, especially in October going into November. You have a little bit of momentum, something you haven't had in a month, yet your head coach comes. So I thought 0%. Then your head coach comes out and says that, and I thought maybe that maybe, maybe there is a chance. So I would still be surprised if we woke up to news mm -hmm. uh, of Pat Shermer's out, but I wouldn't be totally shocked now anymore. And I, I just don't know how you make the decisions that he did there. How do you throw the ball and not 
or how do you run that play and not tell Teddy five times wait, when if you can talk there, to him? If it's not there, go down. If yes. it's not there, go down. Yeah, not Ugh. even run. Take a sack. Fall down. Tuck the ball. Two hands. Yeah. How is that? How is that message not preached over and over again? I don't know, but I'm actually putting three separate players away for murder here. Oh. Uh, actually, it wasn't attempted. murder. It was attempted murder. Yes. Um, but that's still, manslaughter. Yeah, it was a, a attempted murder uh, of a potential win. Uh, and I love putting it on the coaches, but the coaches can't make you hold on to the football and they can't make you make the right decision in the moment. Now they can coach you to do so. Mm -hmm. And I would just like, I, maybe I'm giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt. I would like to believe that Teddy Bridgewater at some point along his long football career, which has been better than 99.999% of anyone else's football career in history. Yeah. Much better than mine. I would think at some point in his career he was taught that. Yeah. <laughs> and it just left him in the moment. So Javante Williams, guilty, attempted murder. I'm not the judge, but I, I'm, <laughs> this, is, this is me making my case for my clients who are the listeners. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, guilty, attempted murder. And Melvin Gordon, guilty of attempted murder. You can. There is no coach that can say don't fumble and be right every time. Like, of course, everyone knows not to fumble the ball. That was embarrassing by all three guys on three consecutive plays. How are you not on high alert thinking like, all right, I got to make sure I do the right thing because we almost just blew it just now. Um, speaking of blowing it and blew it, uh, two missed field goals, which if those went through, that last fumble blocked would have been the game. That's true. Blocked field goals. Yeah, Just to get some credit. Yeah, but he he was kicking it very low. He was. He was. And he has a history of he those things it. happening. Yes. He he blew it. Um, did you get what I did so, there? Yeah. Pun so intended. to me, this yeah. is um, multiple accomplices in an, in an attempted murder, and all three need to be put away. There we go. Well, yeah. four. Let's toss the coaching in. Right, uh, yeah. The head coach go. tossed him in. Right. He, yes. uh, they were um, – it was premeditated. Yeah. It was premeditated. <laughs> that, that is not on correctly yeah, at all. I don't it's even so know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That, uh, Off with it. Th that is oh, – no. I'm, I'm, like, having a hard time comprehending what we saw at the end there. It was – yeah, that was uh, pretty unbelievable. There, there's bad, and then there's, like, no professional football team should ever have this happen to them bad. No. Yeah, exactly. And, guys, what will we be talking about if they lost? If they lost that game yeah. because of that. Just think about that. Oof. Now we're talking about Pat Shermer is definitely gone tomorrow, right? Or it's like actually over 50% chance that he's fired tomorrow. Yes. So it was the defense that saved him. Yep. Very lucky. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very lucky. All right. Last thing we have to get to here. It doesn't necessarily need a costume change, but as the king. Uh, what? Did you I'm make stepping down. the king? I'm oh, stepping down. Wow. Uh, and I must pass on. What do you call this? The king's staff? Yeah, the it's not a baton. Yeah, scepter staff is good. Yeah, Ooh, scepter it is makes a scepter. it means like it some is a magic, scepter. right? I don't know. Yeah, the king's staff must be passed on to the DraftKings king of the game, ah. who is of course Justin Simmons. We've been waiting for it, guys. We've been waiting for him to have a breakout performance, and he he brought it today. He, he absolutely did. brought it. Uh, of course, the first interception, you know, that's a, a hail mary. It's a nice little stat pattern. But it, it, when you're playing well, good things come to you. Mm -hmm. He was playing well in the first half. He gets that interception, and he just turns it up to the next level in the second half. The play, uh, I want to say it was second down, when he comes down hard 
on the flat route yeah. and just nails him right there in the flat for no gain. Immediately I makes I think that tackle. second and 10 makes it third and 10. They get the sack. It's fourth and 20. Huge play there. And then, of course, fourth and 20, he gets the interception. Yeah. Um, he played awesome. He was a game changer today. He was. Uh, which is what you're paying him to be. And it was really, really nice to see him kind of come into his own, hit his stride. Yeah, it, it really was because we are looking for that. And I would actually say uh, the interceptions were the least impressive part of his day. Because like you said, that first one didn't mean much. That second one. Uh, it's, a, it's a heave. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, it, it was a heave. That's exactly what both of them were on, uh, were, were heaves. And then also, uh, Justin, the game's not over, bud. Don't get a penalty there. <laughs> and I mean, we'll, I we would be talking about that a little more, too, if the Broncos actually lost the game. So it was the rest of the game. It wasn't the big, flashy interceptions. It was the rest of the game where he was good. And that's something that's mm -hmm. been missing is those play-to-play -play plays from Justin Simmons that we haven't seen so far this year. So really good to see second-highest-paid safety in the NFL look like that. I don't mind the taunting penalty. When I, there's yeah. time left, you can't have it, Ryan. Especially, they have all three timeouts. I know. The thing know. is, like, so the so game situation is like 40 seconds. They yep. call their three timeouts. You, you punt the ball with 25 seconds. Yep. It's the other end of the field. Yep. And now it's 15 yards. Yeah. It's, it's like... 15, 15 it, yards is important in a helmet. It doesn't situation. seem like it should matter at You're all. Right. But what? knowing what we know now, it's like, oh, it is possible for things right. to go this way. I'll jump into the spin zone here and just say, I want to see this team have some swagger. Absolutely. I want to see them, you know, like, sauce on some people. I want to see them uh, let them know when they make big plays on them. And so while I much would have rather had him just take that to the house and celebrate down there, um, I don't... I just... I like seeing a team with a little bit of edge, and Justin isn't exactly the guy you would expect to bring it. I just, I thought, I, I don't know, it got me excited. It Take, was maybe the most exciting moment of the game. Taking off your helmet after an interception isn't showing I, edge, though. That's, that's what they called. They oh, called the helmet. Yeah. I thought it was for dancing in the field of no. play. No, uh, uh, no. They were cool Take with that. Take off his helmet. Just keep your helmet. Be smart. Wait, he took his helmet off on the sideline after he I got didn't, hit. I, I didn't see it on TV either, but it is what they called. Yep. Man, we're, we're going to need to have to go to the judge for that one. <laughs> well, the judge is Zach, and he said what he said. I, so, okay, let me just review this. He dances on the field. He gets late hit out of bounds. Yep. Yep. You're not allowed to take your helmet off after that? You're not allowed to take your helmet off on the field, and if you're on the other sideline, that's still the field. But the play was over. The series is over. He's uh, He's done. But he has to come across the field. What you is can't it? Take his helmet Gotta off. have your helmet off. That's uh, on, so. Ryan. That is. I know. So I, that dumb. is. That is my big question. Is like, why do we have this rule? Why oh, can't you take your helmet off? Like, because it would slow you can't things take your down. Helmet off in the middle of the field while there's play happening. It's a change of possession. They're going to. They might be going to commercial break for all you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm calling bullshit on that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Uh, That's a spooky word. On oh, Halloween. I'm sorry. I just, th there's no better word to explain <laughs> how I feel. Uh, so, again, uh, shout out to DraftKings and shout out to DraftKings King of the Game, Justin Simmons. All right. Uh, before we move on, I want to give a shout out to Chevalier Mortgage. Uh, you can call Virginia directly at 303 257 6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com. <laughs> Uh, Chevalier Mortgage ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind and with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. 
make the bubble work for you. Anyways, check out our friends at Chevalier Mortgage. Call again, 303-257-6578, or visit dnvrmortgage.com. That's Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Guys, if the Broncos win next week, I don't care in what fashion it is, that's going to be a huge week. There's going to be no better place to watch the game than at the DNVR bar when the Broncos play the Cowboys. Strong agree. Next Mm -hmm. Sunday, I believe it's an early game, 11 a.m. kickoff. Get here at 10. Bar bar opens at 10. Get your seat. And, guys, if they go to 5-4 and next week playing the Cowboys, it's going to be popping. But also make sure to check out the bar this week. From 3 to 6 every single day, we've got happy hour going on down here. And, of course, join and become a member with us over at ddnvr.com, and you'll get the member beer, which is, of course, 22-ounce beer for the price of a 16-ounce beer. And you got to get in on all the Breck brews that we've got here. Kind of an interesting season. We're right in between Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter Jr., good company. but It's always good company the, season. I was going to say, the good thing about all of them is it's always that sort of season. I mean, yesterday was definitely Strawberry Sky. Today, tomorrow, Vanilla Porter Jr., Avalanche, mm. Ale season. So you got to get to the bar. Check us out over at ddnvr.com to get that member beer and everything else we've got going, including something very cool coming coming very soon at ddnvr.com. Oh. Yes. So make sure you remember to take advantage of that. Keep your eyes peeled. Yes. Good job, Henry. <laughs> you jumping in on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery. Yes. Yeah. So they're uh, they make really good beers. In case you guys haven't heard, if you guys come down here for that game next week, you should be drinking those. Yes. Uh, like Ryan said, it's always good company season, so we always drink good company hard seltzers. Uh, but it's always really the season Uh-oh. for all. Oh, thank Beautiful. you. Oh, that was great. That's that was. He uh, wants one too. He wants one too. That really wasn't easy. He was right in between. I know. Yeah, I got a little splash. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, thank you. I get one too. Um, But yeah, seriously, they're the best. I had uh, several of these this morning. The tailgate, (laughs) the actual tailgate. Several. When he was Uh, saying several, he was a little confused. Yes, I didn't want to put a number on it publicly. He was going to say seven. I think (laughs) he decided (laughs) to pivot into several. Yeah, it works out a little bit better. But yeah, like I said, they're they're the absolute best. You can pick them up wherever you get your beer. Uh, Most liquor stores around here have them. Grocery stores all that kind of stuff but if you want to be absolutely sure that wherever you're going has what you want use the beer locator on the breckenridge brewery website it'll tell you exactly where to go pick it up and if you want to go down to littleton you can get some great food from the farmhouse at breckenridge brewery down there um use the code dmvr save five dollars it's a bunch of cool stuff and uh we love them because they love us and because of their beers Great stuff, Hank. That's how you know this guy hosts a podcast every day. Nailed the ad read. Um, so we're going to get to all of your super chats in the third segment. I just, I'm just curious, Kale. Uh, can we get like a, a chat vibe check? How are we doing? Okay, things Aww. are bad. Yeah. <laughs> are they ha- like, are, are, are us having fun helping them have fun? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, that's good. We're having a good time. I wish we he had are. said, yeah. No. It was more of yeah. A, yeah, yeah. It was like you saying that this was a good win. I think if we yeah. keep having a good time, yeah. Yeah. I think we can we can turn this thing around by the third segment if if we keep having a good Let's time. Do mm. Let's I'm do it. I'm already turned around. All right. Uh, of course, second segment after wins, even qu- questionable, confusing wins, uh, that results in helmet stickers. Uh, so um, Henry is our guest. Who do you got? Who do I got? I mean, obviously, you've already got Justin Simmons. Also, Malik Reed. Yeah. Malik Ooh, Reed had a great sack. game. I'm not sure what the stats are, but he was all over in the backfield. Obviously, the strip sack is is what steals the show and solidifies things. Um, 
I'll, I'll leave it there because there's other guys I want to bring up. I mean, I have to I have to add to that as well, guys. Malik Reed was what we wanted Von Miller to be this year, and especially the past four games, he was key to the Broncos winning this game. The Broncos have needed some big stops at the end of games in their four-game losing streak. Didn't get them once. What does Malik Reed come in and do? He gets that. And, man, when I saw him coming off the edge and Taylor Heineke is looking the other direction, I thought, this is a huge opportunity mm-hmm. for Malik, and he took advantage of it. Ends the day with two sacks, three tackles, two quarterback hits, a tackle for a loss, uh, a pass defense, and, of course, that forced fumble. He filled the stat sheet. He could have absolutely got king of the game as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Just shows you how good he played. So you have to go with Malik Reed as well. I'm going to go with another defensive front seven player guy, Shelby Harris. Uh, yep. Saving six or at least three points for the Broncos. Also got in on a sack. Ends the day with half a sack, five tackles, uh, two quarterback hits. Guys, this is what the Broncos paid Shelby Harris to do: is get pressure after the quarterback, but then also get his hands up. Whether he's in the pass game or, or whether it's in special teams. And uh, I'll, I'll save one more note on him for uh, another one. Hmm. Okay, uh, I'm going to give mine to Jerry Judy. Um, not the most blow you away stats. I think he ends. The game, let me, let me not think and just know. Four for 39. Ends the game with four catches for 39 yards, but it felt like all four were important uh, for this team. And that's what kind of what we thought we were going to get from Jerry when he came back is, okay, well, he's not going to just pop off the stat sheet, but he is a guy who, regardless, is going to get open in a phone booth. And that's mm-hmm. what he did. He got open on big plays, and, of course, there was the big third down conversion out on the sideline. That, to me, was the biggest play of that entire drive. So... Uh, it, it's it's almost just like a relief to have him back, and I'm giving him a helmet sticker for that, for coming back. It doesn't look 100% yet. Probably won't be 100% the rest of the season, unfortunately. Uh, but can still be really valuable to this offense. Yeah, very valuable. And like you said, that 18-yard catch late in the game was huge. Some concerning news, though. Vic Fangio admitted after the game that Jerry was a, was getting a little sore there at the end of the game. And I I'm just sure he thought, was. Ugh, I hate hearing that. Uh, of course, he was questionable to play in a last-minute decision to, to bring him up and have him play. So we'll see. Hopefully he's okay because he he's a huge part of this Broncos offense. Shameful that he didn't get his first catch mm-hmm. or target until 12 minutes left in the second quarter. I don't know how you go a whole quarter without throwing to, to Jerry Judy, but he did have an impact. Just to give you, you know, the listeners and you guys an idea of what it's like to have this injury, I talked to a few players who have dealt with this before, and they basically said, okay, so you spend three to eight weeks trying to get back from this thing. And basically when you get back is, you know, it feels 70, 80%. And then you go out there, and by the time you're done with the game, you're back to 40%. And your goal is treatment, 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 all week just to get back to 70%, mm-hmm. only so you can go back to 40% after the game. That is what Jerry Judy has ahead of him the rest of the year. It absolutely sucks. It's one of the worst mm-hmm. It's one of the worst injuries you can get from a, you know, quote-unquote minor injury standpoint because you can be out there. But you can't be yourself. And in the NFL, we know if you can be out there, you have to be out there. And so it's an awkward thing. You know, guys who are in, like, contract years and stuff hate it more than anything because you're, you're not going to put out your best tape. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was clear today that the Broncos need Jerry Judy. 
and he made big plays for them, and that's why he gets a, a sticker from me. They used him a little bit differently too. There was a they the put slot, him in motion a yeah. lot. A lot of those little jet sweep <laughs> motions. Our and least favorite. You don't like this? Well, I, they did it again today where the, the guy fakes the handoff five yards after he's passed Teddy Britt. I don't get it. I know. It's faking Every that he's time. getting the ball behind I, Bobby Massey. I actually love I, I That is a mad English enjoy right there. That the <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Out. But my thing is, like, you got to give him the ball in one of those. Like, yes, it, it, they haven't like, done it once. No, and now you go into no. next week and it's like, okay, we're going to run these back out there. But it's not like you're scaring the other team. Because nobody thinks you're actually going to do it because you haven't. And how does that even work? Teddy turns around because he's under center for pretty much all those anyway. So he turns around and tries to catch him on the fly. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, teams it's do that. It's so much yeah. tougher than out of the shotgun, though. Totally. We'll see what happens. We did see a little trickery with Jerry when they did. they did the reverse, and it, uh, I mean, didn't really work that well. But it, As that, I responded to you on Twitter, a trick, but not a treat. Yeah, exactly. There was <laughs> no treat at the end of that. But, guys, one thing that has been a treat it's the Broncos' special teams, dare I say, over these past couple <laughs> yeah. of games. Today, they were the best unit on the Broncos for uh, – they, they were. Ten I mean, points. T- uh, yeah, but a blocked field goal. Yeah. And then yeah, – uh, yeah, no, right, two, right. two blocked yeah. field goals. And, guys, the Broncos' special teams did not have the team start beyond their own 20 – or be behind their own 25 the entirety of the game. The that's Broncos nice. started at the 19 on their first possession, with the, but that's because the Washington football team had a turnover on downs. Then mm-hmm. you have 35-yard is where you're starting, 25-yard, 25-yard, 46-yard, 25-37, and then at the very end coming off that interception from Justin Simmons, the 22-yard line. McMahon, I'm not saying he's keeping his job <laughs> after the season. Maybe he is since he's lasted through a few coaches, but a little, uh, what, what do we do, uh, visor sticker? Visor sticker. Visor sticker <laughs> for Tom McMahon for uh, for getting these guys to be playing the best ball that they've been playing. Henry? Uh, Draymond Jones? Yeah. Two, I mean, did he have one or two? One and a half. One and a half. Okay. Oh, right in between. Nice. Um, Good question. Yeah. Tackle for loss as well. I've got these stats. Block, well, he uh, had two, one of the blocks. Two more quarterback hits, and yeah, the block is I mean, just another defensive lineman really putting things together. And it's just so exciting to see that. I mean, Steven Weatherly was making plays out there too in his first game. He had a sack. I thought Jonathan Cooper did some good things too. Yep. You know, this group is is really, really fun to watch. And, you know, maybe Vaughn gets healthy and comes back and, and turns out to be a, a Pro Bowl type of player. We'll see. We'll see I, what happens. I put Draymond right in that category with Justin of like, oh, today is what we were talking about, right? Yep. It's what we wanted to see from Draymond all season. It's what we wanted to see from Justin all season. We know what Draymond's capable of. Remember, during the Aaron Rodgers talk, he was considered like potentially the big young mm-hmm. piece that you send in that deal, along with, of course, a bunch of picks. So, and, and uh, during the Deshaun Watson talk. So, you were expecting him to be a young star. He hasn't been it. He was it today. Yep, he was. I got to give a double helmet sticker to, or maybe even more than that, but mostly just Kenny Young and Baron, uh, Baron Browning, double helmet sticker, mostly just for fitting the run. I know that's like a, a low bar to ask from, from professional linebackers, but there were no big pops today uh, from the running backs. Mm-hmm. And after Dearness Johnson basically popped every time he touched the ball last week, it was a huge relief. Honestly, from the first drive on, I was like, Oh, they might be able to actually stop the run today. Like, mm-hmm. this is a huge relief because you can't win games, obviously, like we saw against Cleveland. You cannot win games when you can't stop the run. Those two did a great job. I mean, a totally different linebacker core from last yeah. week. They pop in there and at the very least fit the run. Baron Browning looked a little bit like a fish out of water the first time he had to cover. 
Uh, but yeah. other than that, I think he played a good game. And Kenny Young, again, you know, Henry pointed it out late in the game. was like, he's making tackles four yards down the field. It's a hell of a lot better than uh, Justin <laughs> Simmons making him 20 yards down Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. And Justin Sternod, he he got uh, not only the starting role taken away from him, but also he got the, the, the green dot taken away from him. That was given to Baron Browning, which is uh, a, a huge sign of respect to what Vic thinks he can mm-hmm. be. Uh, going into this week, Vic said he needs to he needs to finally step up. And he did not, you know, a huge step where you feel excellent about him moving forward, but he stepped up to the big task today. Good linebackers are so fun. Like yeah. it's just a shame that the Broncos haven't had those in so long. Like, like Zach's yeah. favorite Bronco of all time is Al Wilson. There yeah, it's it just the last it, good one. It's just a totally <laughs> really, different but. feel of the defense when you have a guy like that yeah. right there. And like Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, yes, those are starting NFL linebackers. But when you get somebody who's that high level, and it's just fun to to, to see these young guys. And who knows, maybe one of them does pop. Great linebacker play is one of the easiest thing for a fan to just look on and be like, "Wow, this rules." Yeah. Like look at Nate Landman. You know, when Nate Landman's just playing at his best, it's like this is incredible. Yeah. Well, and Henry, the reason they haven't had any high end linebackers is they just haven't invested. They haven't invested in the draft and free agents. They haven't tried. So just like the quarterback position, you can't be shocked (laughs) that they haven't good results, haven't got good results because they haven't invested. When's the last time they invested in it? DJ Williams, Brandon Marshall. Uh, You mean in the draft? uh, High I mean, pick, I'm in, saying. In the draft. Um, yeah, be DJ. Am I missing one? That is so long ago. No. It's crazy. Yeah. If anyone can think of one that I'm not. Obviously, Von Miller is quote unquote a linebacker, but not really. I'm talking inside yeah, linebacker. Ball, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, really great stuff. Any other ones that you guys want to pass out? Does Teddy get one? <sighs> no. I mean, he, if, if he did, he undid it with that throw. You don't like 109.9 passer ratings, one touchdown, Every no picks, time. 73% completion. I mean, the stats are fantastic. Every time the stats are good. Yeah. And, and it's what's funny is, like, this is playing out exactly how we thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew he would put up respectable stats. We also knew he probably wouldn't be able to bring them back from behind and, you know, make those big wow plays. But this was an absolute game manager mm-hmm. performance. He managed it all the way up until uh, his – wits evaded him on the last drive but 19 of 26 213 yards and a touchdown it that is game manager city how about how about this too for uh vic putting a lot of pressure on his own coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball to get to kind of go along and th- with this uh vic said after the game he was laying in bed last night and thought he saw a stat that the cowboys have scored 35 points or more in the past four straight games. Now, that may change tonight with Cooper Rush being their, their starting quarterback. But he it's said... It's rush to judgment. Oh, that's a very good point. He said, we better get some points. He didn't say, like, I need to figure out how to get more. But he just said, we better get some points. To me, it's very much a message straight to your offensive You're side You're making of me feel ball. better about a potential firing coming down. Maybe yeah. it's after next week if the Broncos go out and score 13 points and they get blown out 35-13. to 13. Also, I mean, maybe it's tomorrow. Like, it makes me feel better. <laughs> Vic is laying in bed seeing stats. Yeah, that sounds that. like Twitter to me. <laughs> I think that man is on Twitter. I think it's ESPN at the bottom of the screen. Ah, mm. that could that could be. Yep, <laughs> that's what it is. Still in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got yeah. a TV in his house. <laughs> okay, I just wasn't sure if he. They, they're in a hotel for home games, right? I don't know if the coaching staff is. Oh yeah, I guess maybe just plays. I don't, I don't know. know. Interesting. I don't know. You should uh, ask him. I bet he would welcome that question Vic, compared where do you, to where do you the others. Before, before the game? <laughs> Just don't ask me about this offense. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let me give you five minutes on that. All right. Uh, it's time for a costume change. It's your turn, Hank. Go for the gold. There you go. Going for the gold. 
I love how it's me every time. It is you every great. time. You look great. Some nice. Wow, those those <laughs> impressive hands. Wow. Do you have your little? Uh, oh, there it is. All right, we have ourselves. A genie and. Oh. Uh, you like you like me to rub it so that you come out of it. Wow. That is um, <laughs> a really questionable <laughs> wow. sentence if you take <laughs> out of it out wow. of that sentence. Those, those were your words. I don't know how the genie fits in there. Yeah, um, it's magic. magic. Yeah, of yeah. course, duh. Like me right yes, now, which magic. is why I'm going to grant you guys wishes. <laughs> okay, uh, we are each granted one wish. That well, mm. you you tell us, Hank. You are the genie mm. after all. I am the genie, and uh, like Ryan said, I'm going to grant you both one wish. <laughs> it's a Broncos wish. Don't uh. be trying to use this for some some like do right by the people. Don't waste this. And let me just say, it has to be something that can happen inside of this season. So you can't okay. say like, oh, I wish for the Broncos to find the next Patrick Mahomes. Right. You got to say something that will happen yeah. in the next nine weeks. Uh, so like, what wish are you for wishing for them Zach? to find the next Patrick Mahomes in the next nine weeks? What am I wishing for? Mm -hmm. I'm first. I don't know how this is going to play out, but Genie, mm -hmm. I want maximum value for everyone I can sell in the next 48 hours. <laughs> Oh, that does sound really nice. That is it? the ultimate Ooh. rebuild wish. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not getting fooled by today. So you're saying, you know, a trade Vaughn. Yep. Um, trade Kyle Bryce Fuller. Callahan if he's okay. Yeah, you're not going to be able to trade Bryce Callahan. Yeah. Kyle uh, Fuller, you might as well keep because you're going to, I mean, I'm not going to. Just guess put an Oge and Bassey. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, and like, you're hoping you get like a second round pick somewhere in here? Wasn't there a report out there that teams are willing to like back up the Brinks truck for Von Miller or something like that? And uh, let's say because with Von, if you ship him off after this game, a team's going to have to take $10 million of salary with him this year. So instead of a second round pick for Von, how about you say we'll pay half of that or we'll pay seven of the $10 million and you have to give us a first round pick back. If you get a first round pick, you have and, and, and pay the cap. Yeah, you get a wish. The so. yeah, and, yeah. and the way it works is like you go to Von and say like, hey, we're kind of thinking this might be a good idea. What do you think about getting that? Like, just don't ruin that relationship. Like, it's Von Miller. He's been a cornerstone of the franchise for forever. And you just got to make sure you handle it right. But, yeah, I'm totally with you. If, if he wants out, you can send him to a contender and pick something up. You absolutely do it. We're not in the business of making friends here, Hank. Oh, but you, the Broncos have been forever. You don't need Look to at ask Peyton Manning him. here today. You don't need to ask him. Oh. <sighs> what I will say is a team that's going to trade for Von Miller is going to be a good team. He'll be happy there. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, I'm trying to think of like a good team in a bad place, like Cleveland. How about Dallas? Cleveland's that a bad place. You trade him to Dallas and then you go and play him. Yeah, um, good. <laughs> about to curse. Might be a conspiracy theory. Yeah, but uh, he was close to being able to play today, right? Vic actually said no. He was not. Yeah. Oh Vic really? Said, Vic said he was not close to play. Oh wow. Yeah. Can you trade him then? Um, well, he probably hurt his value a tiny bit by saying he wasn't close to playing. But, yeah, yeah you, you could trade him as long as he passed the physical. And, and with what he's dealing with, a sprained ankle, that wouldn't be something that, that would nix a trade. Okay. Conspiracy Corner out there on Twitter saying, believing they didn't play him because they're going to trade him. Mm -hmm. and do, you, do you put any value into that? A little bit. Oh. Yeah, I do. Put a little bit in there. And also, remember, Vaughn said he was ready to go after, after halftime. He said he could have come back in the Cleveland game. But someone said we need to hold him out. Who was that? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. You George? want to use your wish to find out, Ryan? No. I could tell you. Gosh, this is actually hard. Yeah. What's crazy about this is the, the fact that it's so hard for me to come up with my wish 
tells me just how deep of a hole that they're actually in. Like half the league is saying, go just go in Super Bowl. Like I wish to win the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, but, but but that just I sounds so unrealistic the, I right now. About the win out or the trading everyone. I went the trading everyone. I am a route. genie. <laughs> like <laughs> I can do whatever. Oh uh, yeah, I mean obviously if you could just win a Super Bowl, I would take that. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to you know keep the game a uh -huh. little bit realistic here. I'm going to say uh, I wish, and maybe this is too broad. So if you need me to narrow it, I will. I wish for the Broncos' young stars to just ball out. Um, whether that's in wins, losses, I don't really care. I want to see Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, Pat Sertan. You know, mostly those three guys mm -hmm. look like they are a big part of what I wrote in our Broncos Pick'em, the next Broncos Super Bowl team. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I think George Payton has to look at this week. This is what I wrote. Uh, you can read it on the DNVR.com to see kind of all of our thoughts on buy or sell. But I just said, like, George Payton's job is to pull out a roster with a highlighter. Highlight every single player that you say, when we win the Super Bowl, because that's obviously the idea that he has to have in mind. When we win the Super Bowl, I envision this guy lifting the trophy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone who you don't highlight should be available. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you end up, you know, to t just to talk, bring it back to Vaughn, I don't think you highlight Vaughn. He'd He's not on the next Broncos Super Bowl team. No. Um, so for me, I want to see Jerry, Javante, and Pat Sertan just look like stars. Um, because I think they all are, but I want to see more from them. Obviously, Javante, not good today. Uh, I want to see more from those guys. Yeah, ab absolutely. You can throw some other guys, Jonathan Cooper, mm -hmm. uh, in that mix. Man, the offensive line is not trending in the right direction. No, no real guys that you point to. Uh, I mean, unless you're talking about backups that weren't even out there today. Yeah. Uh, and, guys, just I wanted to get the full quote in right now from uh, Vic talking about his offensive staff and throwing them under the bus. Here's what he said. He said, the offensive coaches all thought the boot play had a chance to work on the second down. Oh, they all thought it. Okay, so it's obviously no one else's opinion matters than Pat Shermer's. <laughs> right? right? They all just agreed with him. He didn't ask. No. No way. So he's that. That's it. That's it, uh, Pat. You think like uh, it makes it even a better story if Vic was like, Pat, what should we go with here? And Pat's like, let's run the boot. And then whoever else is up there, he's like, Munch, do you like that idea? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Brady like, Bunch the fact thing. that he would even right. second guess it. <laughs> right. Is a big problem in itself, but I don't mm -hmm. think he did. I think Pat said, hey, I think we got yeah. something here. Vic said, all right, let's do it. Yep. And, and again, you know, what's funny is Vic's done this before where he, like, loves to highlight that it wasn't necessarily him. It was the offensive staff. He threw Rich Gangarello under the bus yep. multiple times. In fact, he threw Rich Gangarello on the bus after – same thing, after a win – uh, when something great happened, right? It was the court, or it was the uh, Drew Lock bomb to Cortland Sutton on the sideline, draws a PI. They end up kicking the game-winning field goal, and he's like, "Yes, gangs wanted to run it, just run it out." And I said, "No, let's go for." It. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Who does that?" Uh, yeah. And and again, you know, we're all ready to throw uh, Pat Shermer under the bus. There's one person who really shouldn't do it. It's Vic. It's the head coach. It only reflects poorly on you. That's yep. your employee. Yeah. Exactly, and he was the guy that brought him in here. Yes. Interesting. All right. Uh, shout out to Hassle Cattle Company. We got Wagyu burgers down here at the DNVR bar, of course, because we love us some Hassle Cattle Company burgers. We brought it into the bar. That is our ultimate seal of approval. And uh, you can have one. A lot of people down there. I can see at least three people from my view right now eating Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef burgers Ooh. here at the DNVR bar. The DNVR burger or the Bronco burger. 
rave reviews. You've got uh, the Wagyu beef yep. from Hassel. Yep. You've got onion rings. You've got Hatch Green Chili Stop Cream right Cheese. there. Oh. And a drizzle of barbecue sauce. This best ratings of any food item we've ever had, and it all starts with that base layer of Hassel Cattle Company beef. So use that code DNVR10 at HasselCattleCompany.com. Get 10% off. And if you go over $200, you'll get free shipping from Hassel Cattle Company. I cannot recommend this stuff enough. It's not just the burgers. Even though if you just buy the burgers for yourself, you'll love them. It's the steaks. It's the beef jerky. It's the sausages. It's their beef bacon. It is all top of the line, top notch, and affordable. So check out our friends over at H-A-S-S-E-L-L CattleCompany.com. Big shout out to my guy, Trevor Simeon, on ruining my experience over at DraftKings Sportsbook today. (laughs) Man, when Jameis went out, I actually haven't seen the injury yet, but I heard it was absolutely gruesome. When he went out, I thought, man, Tom Brady against a you know backup Saints team four points that's all I need did you over. even know it was Trev I did yeah okay. yeah and still felt pretty good about it because it was Tom <laughs> but no Trevor is better than Tom so they took my money today but I'm coming back for them tomorrow did you guys get in some action on tonight's Sunday night game uh I did I've got Dalvin Cook to score touchdowns in both halves feel good about that uh I need eight receiving yards for Blake Jarwin yeah. Dallas's tight end Jarwin he has no, it was a drop. Uh, I also need eight uh, rushing yards from Cooper Rush. Ah, uh, very fitting. I he's, like that. He's at two. Very, oh, you're on pace, I think. <laughs> I love it. You better hope he's Cooper Rush more than Cooper Pass. <laughs> what do well, we have? he just threw a big pick. So, what's, the uh, game, what's the score right now? Down 7-0. Down 7-0. Man, if you believe in that running game that Dallas has, you might want to put some cash on them live right now. You can get great odds over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And guys, when you place $5 on any NFL game, you'll get $200 in free bets if that team wins. If you place any bets today, you get that $200 in free bets. You can start betting on tomorrow's Monday night game, which shouldn't be a close one, but maybe the Giants keep it a close one going into Kansas City. Ryan's saying yes. So maybe that's the one that you bet on. Bet on the Chiefs or you bet on the Giants and get in with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We have so much fun with DraftKings mm-hmm. Sportsbook oh. and all they've got to offer, including those same double game parlays. Double parlay night for me last night. Oh, double parlay hit? Yep, double parlay wow. hit. Jokic, um, I made a Jokic same game parlay. That was just all Jokic things and a Nuggets win. Wow. And he hit a point, his points and assists by one in my same game parlay, which was beautiful. <laughs> wow. And then I had, of course, as I call it, the Kronky. The Avs Nuggets Moneyline Parlay. Mm, you, you love to see it. I love it. The Kronky came through. So check them out. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get those five two $200 in free bets on betting $5 on any NFL game. And, of course, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hank, you got us on this one? What do you do? Only two. What do you do when you wake up in the morning, Hank? I snooze. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should phrase that in a different way, or I could get a Blake Bortles answer from you. Um, what do you drink in the morning when you oh, wake? Strava. You may go. Okay, oh, I thought you may go Breck Brew. So good. <laughs> yeah, I was also about to do this whole snooze read instead of the Strava. But yeah, we, I mean, we just have a full day planned for you here. Uh, it's a busy morning. Luckily, if you drink Strava Craft coffee, you can get through whatever you need to get through in the morning. It's true. Uh, that is CBD-infused coffee, so that means it has, like, the, the good part. Uh, well, 
one of the good parts uh, <laughs> that you'll find in uh, a certain herbal plant. Um, I guess that's redundant. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's great coffee. You can get it in all sorts of different forms. If you want the cold brew, you can come down here. Uh, they have a program where you can subscribe to your coffee, and they'll ship it straight to you every two, four, six, or eight weeks, and you get a discount every time. You get 20% off every single time. Uh, it's a great deal. You got to use the code DNVR25. That's for a separate thing. That is for 25% off your first purchase. Uh, but yeah, it's a great deal. You can get the cake cups. You can get the uh, like the whole beans, the grounds, all sorts of different stuff. Go check out Strava Craft Coffee and use that code DNVR25 or just subscribe and save every time. Great job coming off the bench for that. Really, Thank really you. Good stuff. Really you guys good. have a lot of ads here. Yeah, a lot of people want to sponsor their show uh, for obvious God. reasons. I know. Um, I got to get a couple more on Buffs Pod. Yeah, there you go. Okay. We have a lot of su- How many Super Chats do we have to get to, Kale? Okay, before we do that. Ooh, in honor of John Elway. One last costume change. Actually, no. No, let's go Super Chats, and if we have time at the end, we'll have one last costume change. Uh, so let's start here from Z. All right, think RK put up the believe sign from Ted Lasso in the locker room before the game? Did you? I believe in believe. Mm, I believe believe he did. Mm. Yep, I did. I did. Uh, I actually got it with the old reverse jinx. I guaranteed a win last week. Didn't work. Broncos lost. So I said, all right, I'll just go the opposite this week. Pick against them. Then they win. Wow. What are you doing next week? We'll see. I'll probably pick against them. Definitely picking against them. (laughs) Yes, I can tell you that. Broncos open up. I think they're just outside a touchdown underdog against the Cowboys. What if old Coop Boy is out there? Oh, then we we have an interesting thing. Then the Broncos will play backup quarterbacks in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Wow. How about that? Plus, it is the Cowboys. Like it feels like Cowboys are all—they're always due for a letdown game. They're like five and one, but so are the Broncos. Unfortunately, they beat like the Giants. They beat game. the Eagles. The Broncos like, beat the Jets. There's an overtime game. Jets, oh, totally. Oh, pro- we all know what the Broncos Honestly, have done. Honestly, I've got a little like spin here of what you should be rooting for tonight. You're probably rooting for Cooper Rush to lead the Cowboys to a win, so they can talk themselves into. Let's give Dak a little bit more rest. He, Cooper Rush uh, could beat the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. they talk themselves into Cooper Rush is the future. Let's trade Dak for just minimal round picks back or to the Broncos. Or for Teddy. For, for Vaughn. Yeah, for, there oh, you go. Yeah. Exactly. Back for Vaughn straight up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got next? Interesting one. If we squeak into the playoffs, do you think we will have to suffer through more Fangio seasons? This is a, a prevalent feeling in Broncos country. I know. Any good thing that happens can be spinned into a bad thing because it can prolong the lifespan of this coaching staff. That is rock bottom for a coaching staff. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was saying was Broncos fans kind of viewed this win Almost in like a weird, like their their head feels good, but their win. stomach feels a little turned. Uh, and yeah, Tyler, if if the Broncos make the playoffs, it means they're above five hundred. Means they're at least nine and eight. Vic Fangio is coming back uh, because also look where they are right now. They played a lot of bad teams, some good teams, and they're five hundred. They play a lot of good teams and not very many bad teams throughout the rest of this stretch. So that would mean that they're beating good teams. And that means Vic has figured something out, whether he's fired Pat Shermer and brought up Munchak or uh, uh, Mike Shula. Yeah, someone to get the offense going. And then the defense also has to be purring to along the tunes of like the 10-point game they just gave up today. Yeah. So, yeah, more Fangio. Yeah, absolutely. Next. 
and then it is followed up with this question. Wow. Thoughts Thank you, on you. offensive and defensive line. Defensive mm. line, good. Offensive line, very bad. Yeah. Offensive line is just so uninspiring at the very best. Who is the good lineman? Like, is there one of you are like, Bob, oh, he's good. Bobby Massey is the best, and uh, he may be good. And today he gave up a pretty bad sack as well. But he, he's been their best offensive lineman so far. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one whose name has come up the least in bad conversation. Garrett Bowles, by the way, guys, left the stadium on crutches and I believe in a boot as well. He has an ankle injury. That's all we found out from Vic. Bryce Callahan, really quick. Um, Vic said he hyperextended his leg, so has a knee injury. Says he doesn't think it's bad, bad. Yeah but we don't know the extent. Yeah, it was really interesting. I didn't want to play like Twitter doctor. Um, a, lot but, of, a lot of people out there do that. Oh, everyone loves <laughs> to do that. But if I was playing Twitter doctor, I would have said like, I <laughs> don't you dick. I would have said like, I uh, th that didn't actually look as bad as it could have been. Mm. It just looked like a hyperextension to me. But again, we don't know shit when it comes to this Plus, stuff. I'm, I'm, I feel like I've heard that hyperextensions are the ones that really hurt. Like, they aren't as serious, but they hurt really more painful. than, than yeah. anything and else freaky. that could happen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know if you've ever hyperextended your knee, but it's really weird. Every time you step afterwards, it feels like you're going to do it again. Uh, it just, like, takes you a while to get confidence in just taking steps. Oh, uh, how about... And, guys, the guy... You know who came in and replaced him? It wasn't... <laughs> got Cooper Rush chance in the <laughs> bar. <laughs> That's what, yeah, I thought they were booing Coop. From Broncos fans. <laughs> the guy that came in and replaced Bryce Callahan was not your $10 million all-pro cornerback Kyle Fuller. It was Nate Hairston. You know what I realized today? What? <laughs> Kyle Fuller is getting paid $588,000 per game to do nothing. Yep. <sighs> yep. I mean, what a great way to go into retirement. When he played two snaps, I was like, that dude got paid $250,000 per snap. Think about it when he didn't play. I know. Snaps. He does have to watch the Broncos. So the, what did he do today? <laughs> he woke up, drove to the stadium, and put on the uniform Yep. for $500,000. Great yep. gig if you can get yeah, it. Fantastic gig. Right off into the sunset with that. Can you believe that? Yeah. Other note on the defensive line, though, before we get out of here, I do wish they just had one big just run stopper. I brought it up during the game. but like Don't worry. We're not getting out of here anytime Domita soon. Peko. Just one like really big yeah. guy yeah, who just pogs up. He's really talking about Domitop Pekka. I just miss it. There's a little bit too much push in there. Just nice big yeah, man. Purcell was signed to be that True. guy. Yeah, and he's out. And, guys, I'm really concerned for next week because that Dallas offensive line and running game is something. And the Washington football team just ran for 112 yards on 4.7 yards per carry. Did they really? Yep. It, it did, did not that feel that bad. Yeah, yeah, the stats seem a lot worse. <laughs> just felt like they were getting, like, maybe it was just – Really, just four at a time. Like. There were were there like some receiver runs in there too. Um, you had Terry McLaurin go for twelve. Okay, okay. that's it. Wow. So no. Then the rest yeah. was uh, Taylor Heineke had one for ten. So, so you had two extra carries that boost that up. But again, yeah, not enough. Wow. All right, what's next? All right, has an OC ever been fired after a win? Could we start that trend? Alaska Preston, much love, y'all. Alaska <laughs> Preston was hanging out up here last uh, yes, last post game show. Back in Alaska. Uh, no, he moved to Denver. Yeah, I know. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure it's happened before. I'm sure. What must be done eventually must be done immediately. How bad does it happen? I mean, it's got to be the situation the Broncos are in. Like a defensive-led team yep. where they win like 10 to 7. Now, it's just very close to that, 17 to 10. And on top of that, it's like they are 500. And so to be fired after a win 
at 500, it also needs to be a Broncos situation where you you have three wins against the three worst teams. Mm-hmm. You lose four in a row, and then you win to get to 500, but it, it, it's in these circumstances. Like, right. this this is the most likely it's ever been for a coordinator to be fired at 500 after a win. What are we up to in terms of Broncos opponents' total combined wins? So you've got... The people the Broncos have beat. Yeah, so you've got one for the Jags, I think two for the Giants. There's three. Uh, two for the Jets? How about that? Two for yeah. the Jets, there's five, and two for the Washington football team. Seven wins out of approximately uh, four 40. times eight. 28. Seven, so they're seven and 21. Yep, ish. Ish. Yeah. Wow. Not, not very good. good. Not, <laughs> good. <laughs> not good. And there's not there's only one more of those really left on the schedule. Yep. Well, I mean, Bengals too. Eagles. Eagles. Bengals. Lions. All right. Eagles and Lions. Oh wait. The Bengals right. are, right. the Bengals are not the Ravens. First week. place in the they AFC North. They just lost 34-31 to the Jets. Yeah. Well, the Mike White effect, dude. Uh, yeah. I guess. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. All right. Coming Actually, maybe Bengals Zach Wilson. He's a Mac guy, isn't he? I think he came from the Mac. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. All right, coming in from Brian Para. This staff is a tumor that needs to be removed ASAP. Weeks ago, Vic called out the entire Baltimore organization over player safety. That last drive almost cost us the game and got a player hurt. Fire everyone. I don't know. I mean, who almost got hurt? Or who um, did get hurt? Who was down there at the end? Uh, Deshaun Williams w- was out at the at the very end, but I think he's fine. Um, I can't think of anyone on offense because Garrett Bowles got hurt the before series that. before. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that one. That, 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 Vic is a low on the totem pole of people to blame for that one. But, I, I mean, I understand the people's frustration with the staff. Like, this has to be – is this the least exciting win you've ever seen from the Broncos? Yeah, pretty Maybe much. Maybe like one of those late season ones where you're just kind of hoping they were going to lose. Yeah, this one though, it's just it's weird because this is a time where if they win, they should st- should still matter. But for a lot of people, it doesn't matter. It's crazy. So, but all that could turn around with a win next week, right? Biggest biggest thing. And they, they, I thought about this. Last, I'll, I'll take a page out of Vix. Last night when I was laying in bed, I thought about this and thought about how if the Broncos season doesn't start until they lose to a really bad team or they beat a good team. Because otherwise we're going to go down this route. The Broncos are going to lose next week. They're going to beat the Eagles. They're going to be 5-5 five and five going into the bye. We're not really going to know anything about them. They're kind of still in the mix. Uh, but if they go out and beat the Cowboys next week, the season's, the season's on. They're going to be two games above 500 going into the bye. But then let's say they lose to the Eagles. Then, uh, I mean, the season yep. starts and it's over right yeah. then. And then you're making big changes. Begins yep. and ends right there. Yeah, I think you're on to something. Uh, all right, next super chat. All right, just a plain old four ninety nine coming in from Mad Dog two thousand one. Thanks. Shout you, out Mad, Mad Dog, Dog. two thousand one. Not to be confused with Mad Dog. What was the name of that uh, drink? Drinking game. We no, have was... a Mad Dog sauce. On we our do have menu. Mad Dog wings downstairs. My favorite. Huh. Is I it fought not... hard for spicy wings? Is it not a Mad Dog twenty twenty? Yeah. No. Or is that too similar to that name? It's too similar <laughs> to that name. I forget what it was called. What was that called? How Anyways. spicy is our sauce? Um, I mean, I would like it spicier, but it's a good spicy for people that I'm like staying, spicy, but staying away. don't like too spicy. I'm staying away. Sounds eh, too spicy. You can handle it. Sounds too spicy. <laughs> Step up. <laughs> All right. Coming in from Mr. Stewie. <laughs> I love these. Super sticker. Hippo character <laughs> applauds whilst nodding in approval, <laughs> saying, 
capital G, capital G. <laughs> That's good amazing. Uh, Stands for good game, by the way. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, thank you for yes. that uh, hippo sneezing sticker. All right. Coming in from sneezing. Steve. I'm going to sneezing? need oh. somebody to explain to me why it made sense to do anything other than kneel at the end. Okay. Yeah, I'll explain. yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm happy you asked this, Steve. Yeah. Thanks for the super and chat, by you. the way. Uh, they had three timeouts. And so you, what were there, 38 seconds left on yep. the clock? So three knees, best case scenario, takes off 12 seconds. Yeah, best. Um, you could probably do the, like, run around and zigzag thing, but there's way too much time on the clock to do that. So mm -hmm. you're going to snap it in knee, which is going to be three straight knees, and I'm saying 12 seconds generously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably eight seconds. Yep. Um, so you got 30 seconds, and you got to punt the ball back for them. If you run the ball and you get a first down, the game's over. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bar none, end of game, period. So that's why... You know, you need, you cannot coach to, because you don't believe in your team to hold on to the freaking football. Right. Yeah. That, that, you can't, you can't coach that scared. Right. And that's exactly what lose. that would be. It'll come yep. to bite you. Yep. Now, you can make the case of 30 seconds, no timeouts. And if you trust Sam Martin, the ball inside the 20 on the other side, that's a, extremely difficult. But you never, ever, ever want to give them an opportunity. Mm -hmm. To get the football back, if you personally can control that, you want to take away their opportunity to get the football back, end the game with the ball in your hands. Now, if this comes up again, Vic Fangio is going to have to think twice yeah. because he can't trust his players to hold on to the damn football at this point. But yeah, uh, three knees would have guaranteed another possession for the football team, whereas running the ball and getting a first down guarantees that they don't get another. Who do you trust as a running back to turn to turn to and hand the ball to now? Mike in, Boone. In that situation. Do you? Because you know how many touches Mike Boone has this year? Zero. Zero. I mean, what are they doing with him, too? Everything we saw in training camp was a lie. I mean, it's just crazy how he has been. He was inactive last week. He got a snap today, I believe. Yeah, one snap. Yeah. Put him in I motion he, again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he did the fake handoff about five he yards after Teddy. <laughs> no, he I don't loves think those. He, did. he lined up in the shotgun, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Oh, yes, 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 he did, and then did not touch the ball. But it, it, now it's a good question, something you have to think of, of what do we do, who do we trust? Andrew Beck? No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. And, guys, uh, this conversation just reminded me of Teddy tripping. Actually, he got stepped on by Lloyd Cushenberry, and it looked like he just fell all over himself and then was on the ground. And I think that was on the bad foot, too. Yeah. So that's, I was really worried about that. That was uh, that play just – I had to laugh. It was so bad. It was so sad. There's a lot of, like, you know, play yakety sacks and <laughs> yes, whatever was. the theme song to Bad News Bears yeah, is. Yeah, it should have just been, like, three hours of yakety sacks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next week for the Cowboys. <laughs> and get right. going at the bar. We, we did get a follow-up question to Mad Dog Super Chat. If it you is could Mad go Dog back in time <laughs> and change something, would you not fire Shanahan in 08 or not bench Plummer in 06? Ooh, wow. Chase something. So you get to choose one of those two? I think, yeah. Uh, I stick with Shanahan because I'm of the belief that the Shanahan and Cutler combo was eventually going to click in a big way. I always felt I've always felt that way since the day the move happened. I, I always thought, man, you, I just think you gave up on Shanahan Plummer too early. But I also understand at the time, sometimes things just get stale and you have to make moves. But, you know, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Yeah, no, and it was very clear where that team was going. It was going to go to Jay Cutler. So you make the move, you got to do it. So I, I understand that, even though you kind of lost the team that season, which stinks. But uh, I don't even know if I want 
to keep Shanahan because then we wouldn't have Tebow. Exactly. We wouldn't have McDaniels, which would have been really nice. But then we wouldn't, wouldn't have, have Tebow, wouldn't exactly. have Peyton. Exactly. But Ooh. could you have won one with Cutler and Shanny? I'm not I touching. Think you I'm not touching anything because the Broncos got a Super Bowl. That that's typically Ryan's. Things worked out. Yeah. Things but worked you, out. I had to choose one. So if I you had to choose, yeah, you're sticking with Shanny. Me too. Especially because then you avoid McDaniel's. Right. Plus, like, plus you traded Jay Cutler and got some things back. A lot of things. A Kyle Orton back. So that. Yeah, that part of it. <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, I, I stick with Shanahan. What was the Broncos' record in Vic's first year? Um, they were seven and nine. Isn't okay, that with okay. uh, when Vic came in or Drew came in and went four and one at the yep. end? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> I was gonna go. Ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Seven. Who was our best corner tonight? Nice play by whoever filled Callahan's spot tonight. That was Nate Hairston. Yeah. Yeah. The best corner tonight. It's been the best corner in the last few weeks. He's the best corner on the team. He's one of the better corners in the NFL. Yep. His name is Pat Sertan. Yeah, he made it. That, that pass breakup that he made, the diving one, was amazing. He's and so he good. was shut down all night, guys. Uh, he really should have got a helmet sticker. Yeah, uh, yep. what are we doing? And, and the reason is because you don't talk Fires. about him. Yep. You don't talk about him. Right, so the best that's ones why. Yep. start going quietly, more quietly and more quietly from game to game. Yep. But when the game was on the line and Taylor Heineke had no chance but to target him, he made the play. He did. He absolutely did. So, yeah, without a doubt, it's number two. Yeah, but Nate Hairston. Yeah, shout out number 27. Well done. Could have yeah. maybe got called for PI, but didn't. Yeah, That's all that matters. Didn't really turn around for it. Probably should have got called. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all about whether or not you make that contact, right? Yep. And I think he was on the safe side of that. Um, but, yeah, um, what's the word? Um, uh, either way, helmet sticker to Pat <laughs> All right, yep. and last one coming in from Richard. Would a Kenny Young and Baron Browning base be a better run D? I think that was well, the that's base That's what it today. was, yeah. 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 And it was. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Uh, I mean, by a long shot, it yep. really mm -hmm. was. And, no. guys, imagine when Baron Browning is practicing for doing. more than a week and knows what he's doing. Imagine when Kenny Young is on the team for more than six days. Yep. I'm not expecting all-world Pro Bowl play from these guys, but – I, I could see a situation where, where you say these guys and at least the run are, are really really good and able to get the job done. And then you have this talented secondary where you hope to not have Baron Browning having to cover guys out of the backfield because that was a little tough today for, for Baron. Yep. It was really tough. That was the last one? Yep. All right. This has been an awesome show. Um, I think – I, I feel better. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it, sometimes you just have to sit here and talk about things and process it all a little bit. The Broncos won today. They're 4-4. Four and four. It's not college football. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. All that matters is what the record says. And right now the record says very average football team. They're going to go one way or the other. And that's the thing is I don't feel great about this team. No one does. No. But what they have done through the first eight weeks of the season is bought themselves an opportunity. Yep. The opportunity is absolutely in front of them to get it figured out. Now, again, we always doubt that it's going to get figured out until it gets figured out. And so right now, of course, I doubt that they're going to figure it out and turn it around and become a good football team. But the opportunity does exist. And maybe it is, you know, one move away. You know, it, this is kind of a bad example, but it, it, it uh, stands to reason. The Buffs fired their offensive line coach this week. And then next week, the, the next week, their offensive line played much better. So maybe you fire your offensive coordinator, and next week your offense plays much better. There are tweaks to be made, and you are in a position as the Denver Broncos to make those tweaks and them actually be meaningful. You're, everything that you set out to accomplish this season 
is still accomplishable. So I'm with everyone. I, you know, the, the, it was a bad win over a bad team, with a, and they were poorly coached and they performed poorly. I don't feel good about it either. Mm -hmm. What you can feel good about is there's, this thing is going to go two ways from here. They're going to figure it out, and things are going to get back on the rails, and it'll be a fun ride. Or it's going to go where everyone thinks it's going to go, and you're going to get that fresh start that you're looking for. I hope it goes one of those two ways. <laughs> I really do. There is a middle ground, guys, and the middle ground is the worst. I hope there isn't anymore. Right. There is no 8-8. Eight and eight. You got to get 9-8. and eight. There is no 8-8, eight and eight, but the Broncos would be dreaming of 8-8 eight and eight right now, Hank. 8-8 uh, eight is amazing. But what I'm saying is either they're going to figure it out and start winning games or they're not, and they have a tough schedule, so they're going to lose a lot of games. And I hope that's what it is. I hope they don't have a couple surprises here and there right. to get them to 8-9. and nine. Beat the Lions and Eagles and then, like, surprise yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. But, again, like, now you're up to seven Exactly. Wins, yeah. And so, like, you look at the playoffs right now. If this holds and the Chiefs win, every single team in the NFL that is above 500 will be in playoff position. Every team that isn't won't be. And the Broncos are a half game away. Like, yeah. they just need to do a tiny, 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 smallest and amount better, and they, they could make the playoffs still. That is my plea to Vic Fangio as to why you should make changes after a, after a win. You mm -hmm. won the game, you, and because you won the game, you still have a dream of fixing this and saving your job. But you got to act fast. You, it's not, this opportunity isn't going to be in front of you forever. Now, he might be able to make the case of, well, yeah, we're going to lose next week and win the next week, and we're going to be right where we are right now heading into the bye, and, that, and then I have more time to fix this thing. But to me, like pull the emergency parachute. Pull out your last-ditch your last ditch effort right now. You're 4-4. Four and four. You have an opportunity to save your coaching career as a head coach. Make the move. But here's maybe how Vic views it on the opposite side, Ryan, is why would he pull the emergency cord when he's gliding right now? He finally just caught that nice wind and is gliding. Why that's is he ignorant. reaching out for help right now? That would be ignorance. And, and that's what I'm just saying the opposite end because I, I, I agree with you about what they should do. And, guys, the Broncos are only half game out of second place in the AFC West right now. Thanks to the Chargers blowing it again. Now they've lost two in a row. Uh, Broncos 4-4, four and four, Chargers 4-3. Four and three. Raiders 5-2. and two. Broncos are, crazy enough, right in it for as bad as this past month has been. Never forget, the Chargers will always charge her. Oh, and also don't forget that MSU Denver <laughs> Online is the single best place you can go to get an online education in Colorado. Uh, they are awesome. They've got 750 total online programs and 45 online and hybrid programs. So check out all they have to offer. Head on over to msudenver.edu slash online and get yourself an awesome education. And again, if you need to work a full-time job, MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution because they make it so convenient for you to get that degree. But for tonight, after a Broncos win, that wraps it up for a DNVR Broncos Winner's Lounge. Yay! We'll see you guys later.
Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places.